NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lenders. Woo! As an adult, don't we all miss spring break? Nothing like taking a week off from all your responsibilities. Well, here's the next best thing for adults, a spring break from house payments. SaveWithConrad.com can help you get rid of all your credit card debt, just like that. We're routinely helping our listeners save five, six, seven, even 800 bucks a month. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this, but check this out. No house payments for two months at SaveWithConrad.com. Hey guys, Eric Bischoff here, and just want to call a quick timeout. I want to tell your listeners about what I've been telling everybody at over at 83 Weeks for quite a while now, about all the cool things that are happening over at adfreeshows.com. A brand new series has arrived on Adfree Shows. Top of the card unpacks everything you need to know in the wrestling trading card space. And we're starting with the granddaddy of them all, the 1982 Wrestling All-Stars Series A set. Now, this set was not exclusive to any one territory at the time, as we were still right at the tail end of the territory era of professional wrestling. So it was a basically a who's who in professional wrestling, with card number one being Andre the Giant. Others included in the set include Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, Ted DiBiase, and others. 20 years ago, Eric took on Stone Cold in the main event on Raw, but the real main event was the confrontation that happened backstage before the show. Now, the next week, I'm sitting in this chair, and that same guy, I don't think I had said a word to him that day. I don't think I had seen Rick up until the point he came through that door. And he's, you know, getting me, telling me to get up, get out of the chair. He's so pissed off, he's bleeding. I'm on the phone, and he's got blood <laughs> running down his chin because he bit his lip. He was so mad, he bit the inside of his mouth. He's got blood on a backstage confrontation. I hadn't even gotten out of the chair yet. (laughs) Ad-Free Show's members got to sit shotgun alongside Kevin Nash and click this co-host, Sean Oliver, as they watch back some of the worst matches in history. None more so than the Yeti. Randy now. The the mummy is not Frankenstein. You don't walk with your arms straight out. With the arms out, right? And, and, you know, a Yeti is also not a mummy, but... I don't know. Was it Jim Hurd? Who was here? Well, well, whose brainchild was this? Who gives a fuck? That's just a small taste of what we've got waiting for you with four levels to choose from. See for yourself why ad-free shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adfreeshows.com. Symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. We are broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. Hello and welcome to ARN. This is Paul Bromwell, and it is my pleasure to be joined by the man this show calls the Hall of Famer. He's the founder of the Four Horsemen, the creator of the Spinebuster, the man synonymous with the television title, and the best tag team wrestler of the television era. He's my friend. He's Arn Anderson. Arn, how are you, my friend? Uh, well, Paul, <clears throat> as we've been behind a couple of weeks, probably should catch up. 
the audience, for those that don't know, we had a <clears throat> real tragedy in the family. Um, my son, Barrett, the, my older son, passed away on March the 10th, and uh, it was a uh, earth-shattering event for our family. Um, other than the obvious negatives that surround that, no parent ever should have to bury a child. And it doesn't matter what age that child is. Um, I just want to say for all of, of the people out there that have little beefs they think are big deals or gripes with other people or your employer or who used to be your friend or your family members, means nothing, guys. It means absolutely nothing. There are some things in this life when you lose someone that you love so much that it just shatters all the other stupid shit that's been going on in your life. Uh, so I would just, to all those people, and I, I can't tell you how many, and yourself included, Paul, who had so many kind words and so much outpouring of love to our family, which has helped us get through this so far. I would just ask all of those listeners out there to hug your kids, scrap the beefs that don't matter, spend every day like it was your last, because it may very well be, and it can happen to anybody, anytime. And I would just say to, to all our listeners, and there were many, many, many tweets, uh, I was overwhelmed. My family was overwhelmed to the outpouring of love. I would just like to say thank you. I think this is a, a private, personal show. We try to get back behind the scenes and let you see the real-life part of this industry, and nothing is more real-life than this. So I just want to say please continue your prayers for our family. Uh, myself, Brock, and Aaron will really could use it, and I would appreciate it very much. And uh, life will go on. It'll have to. Arn, uh, thank you for that, and thank you for sharing. I, um, and you and I have talked about this uh, offline, and there has been, you said, an outpouring. I can't tell you how many people have direct messaged me, people, Arn, that have lost children and have gone through what you're going through. Um, but people that love you and Aaron and Brock so much and, uh, man, we love you guys. We love you. We're here for you. Thank you. And, uh, for everything, but man, um, thank you for sharing that because I know just in what you shared took a lot of strength to do that. But, uh, as you told me on the phone, Paul, I'm not taking a break from the podcast. I want to keep moving because that's what we got to do. We got to move forward and this is a good distraction. And, um, but I just wanted to share that with you because there have been so many that have reached out to me and you know who you are. You're listening to my voice right now and DM me and said, Paul, please share with Arn and his family, our thoughts and prayers. And like I said, there was one, one gentleman who let me know he's lost two children Arn, I just can't imagine. So, um, Nor we love I. you. Yeah. Well, thanks. And, and Hey, it's everybody. It's friends of Barrett's. It's the people that our neighbors have been incredible. You know, Aaron has a lot of very, very good friends who have reached out to us and mm. been there. Um, people I haven't heard from in years. It just, uh, you know, it resonates. We're part of a club that nobody wants to be a part of. People that have lost children. And it just, it's something that only a parent 
knows and can feel and understands. And uh, like I said, I can't thank everybody enough. There's just the wrestling community has been incredible. And you mentioned to me Brock and what he's meant to you. I mean, what do you, we know what he means to you. But I mean, through this time with you and Aaron, it's just been incredible. He's a strong young man. And uh, let me tell you, if it wasn't for him and Aaron, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. I just, uh, she's a stronger woman and he's a stronger man than I am. They mm -hmm. both are. And, uh, you know, I, there's been many times just from out of the blue, I've just broke down and lost it. And, and it's just something pops in your head and, it, and you just, you know, I'll lose control. So sure. thank God for Brock. Thank God for Aaron. Thank God for everyone that has, uh, shown how much that they care and uh can't thank you enough awesome well hey we love you buddy and uh thank you for sharing that with us i know a lot of people have asked like i said but one of the things that uh, we do because we're going to transition over into this as uh, we respect uh that's what you want to do that's what we're going to do and that's continue to talk and provide stories of of your wrestling career and and have fun and have a good time on this show and uh and watch your career continue and brock's career continue it's been fun you guys as as this is released to the main audience you're in the los angeles at wrestlecon right you're still doing you're doing that appearance and guys come out this is the great opportunity you know one of the things that i've often said and i mean it is getting face to face and being able to thank everyone and shake your hand individually for giving me the career that i've had and now jumping on board and supporting brock and uh I get to do that face-to-face, -face, and the honor is all mine. I just uh, come on down. If you've got a story you want to tell me, we'll take the time to listen and relive it and have a laugh. We could all use that. So we're going to be here all day at uh, WrestleCon, and we're going to be there Sunday too. So if you can get there, sure love to see you. Man, that's awesome. Give him a hug. Give him a handshake. Get an autograph. Get a picture. Tell him that you love him. And if you have an extra Hershey bar with almonds, you can pass them his way too. I'm never going to turn that one down. <laughs> oh, we love you, dude. Listen, man, so excited to go see him at WrestleCon. And uh, listen, I tell you what, Arn, the next uh, two shows, we're recording two back-to-back -to -back today, guys, peek behind the curtain. That's typically what we do when we get together. We didn't, out of respect of you and your family and social media and all that, we didn't poll our listeners for questions for these two episodes. Guys, we'll get back to it um, for these shows because we just had so many that were just asking questions about you and the family. Um, and so... Uh, uh, but we're going to get back to all those questions and things like that. But uh, we appreciate all the outpouring, once again, on social media. And as you've noticed, the social media, we've picked back up with it. Our guy, Marcus uh, D'Angelo, has, has started you know running with that and making sure that we're staying active out there, too. Uh, but the Arn Show is marching on. We're, gonna, we're continuing, and we can't thank you enough. If anything, it just reinforces the love that you have for the Enforcer and for Arn Anderson, the man. And uh, so, Arn, with all that, are you ready to get to it? Because we're going to talk. December 1991, my friend. Let's do it.
All right, buddy, here we go. Last week we did Ask Arn Anything. We had an absolute blast. We did an overrun of that show on ad-free shows. If you're not a member, sign up, check it out. They're doing a free week trial right now. So if you signed up, you could go check out that 25-minute bonus that we did. Uh, But two weeks ago, we set the table for the next couple months of this show with the formation of arguably the most underrated faction in wrestling history. That's right, I'm talking about the Dangerous Alliance, uh, led by Paul. Dangerously, you all know who he is. Uh, he's still doing his thing with the WWE, with the bloodline, uh, the, the wise man, if you will. But back in these days, he was leading this amazing group with Rick Rude. Uh, you had the enforcers who we knew as Arn and Larry Zabisco. You had Steve Austin, Bobby Eaton, and uh, they officially formed November 23rd, 1991, on the edition of World Championship Wrestling. And two weeks ago, we showed you that clip. Uh, but during Paulie's five minute promo he indicated that you Arn and Bobby Eaton will be teaming together to bring the tag team titles back to the dangerous alliance so that's where we're going to begin today's discussion Bobby Eaton is regarded like yourself Arn as one of the best tag team wrestlers ever to lace up the boots call it what you want the short list the top 10 the Mount Rushmore I don't care Eaton and Anderson occupy that space okay whether it's with Dennis Condry Stan Lane the Midnight Express you guys always delivered capturing multiple championships throughout the 80s and in the early 90s but with Cornette as the mouthpiece the Midnight's are and they drew money wherever they went they elevated all the tag teams but you did the same thing buddy with the Minnesota Wrecking Crew with uh, Tully with uh, here with the Enforcers as we've talked about uh, but here we go. It's you and Bobby Eaton. How excited are you to finally be able to work as a tag team with your longtime best friend, Bobby Eaton? Well, before we go another step forward, you better include Medusa. Ah, the good catch. I like it. Toughest, sh- toughest chick of her era. Yes, you're right. And I don't want to get kicked in the back of the head because we didn't mention her because she She was a valuable, valuable part of that group as well. So now moving forward to Bobby Eaton, you're talking about a dream team. Yeah. Tag matches, myself and Bobby Eaton, even if I say it myself, that's uh, some knowledge there, I would think. Do you remember, so Dusty's the booker at this point, is this a... I'm assuming it's a dusty call to say, hey, let's transition you away from Larry and and have you and Bobby do your thing for a while. Do you remember about how this all came together at all? Yeah, I think once the idea probably was this. I'm just just guessing. But once you form that big group like that and you put all those different variables in, it could have very well been Bobby and Steve or it could have been myself and Steve or it could have been Rude and Steve. I think at that point, by adding, because he added all those pieces on one promo, you know, it was it was when I saw it, I went, "Damn, uh, is that Russian or is that just uh, is that just like dropping an atom bomb instead of a, a five hundred pound bomb?" You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, it went nuclear in about five minutes. So, so I, I think it would have been one of those deals that he went, you know, let's try him and Bobby, see how that works. Well, I think, too, as you look back, obviously we're looking back, uh, you know, sitting here recounting history. But again, as I said, you and Bobby, both well-known tag team specialists. So to be all part of that group, it's like, hey, you know, Dusty was genius and said just makes total sense, you know. 
That was one of them that genius in his ass off. <laughs> well, he, he really was, cause I mean, yeah. and we look back on it now. It, it slaps me in the face every week since we've been on this this part of the, of history. You know, the the dangerous alliance. I keep looking at that cast of characters, and I go, my God, just just seeing where everyone's career went. Yeah. You know, had that just been, had a little more time devoted to it, wow, who knows where that could have went. And, buddy, that's why you see a lot of our listeners, a lot of the fans, Ad Free Show guys, everybody that listens to the show, I've seen comments and everything that just they were massive fans for the Dangerous Alliance uh, and, and wish that it could have, exactly to what you're saying, just based on the talent, the assembly of talent that they had. And, you, you know, you go on, you move on, you have the NWOs and this and that. But talk about a faction with the mouthpiece of Paul, you know, Paul E. God, you're not going to get much better than that. You got the heavies, the technical wrestlers, the tag team, you know, guys, you have an unbelievable group. Yeah, it's, uh, you're not kidding. It's, yeah. uh, it's, uh, it's mind-boggling. Well, he uh, they decided to make you partners after you and uh, after you and Larry had lost the titles to Dustin and Steamboat at the Clash. And no matter the reason for the pairing, uh, it was an excellent decision. And on the December fourteenth edition of NWA Pro Arn, you and Bobby take on the Freebirds, Michael Hayes and Jimmy Jam Garvin. And we have it first clip of the week. We have four total this week. This is from WCW Pro. It's December fourteenth, nineteen ninety one. Let's wind it up. Here we go. First clip of the week. Anderson has been tagged in. Anderson buried it from the left side in the abdomen of Jimmy Jam Garvin. That was a very good tag, a blind tag as far as uh, the legal man, Jimmy Garvin, not knowing the tag was made. And now the pace has slowed down somewhat to a more deliberate situation. And you see the advantage, an unfair advantage being taken by beautiful Bobby. Garvin tossed outside. There's beautiful Bobby. Driving that phone right into the throat of Garvin. And there's the innocent look of Paul E. Dangerously, but the damage has been done. He's trying to fire up his partner. Left hand by Anderson. And it's Garvin now going up and over. Trying to get him over the sunset flip. That was a tag made. Tag was made and Eaton comes in off the top. Well, you can't discount the outstanding teamwork of Eaton and Anderson. They have made some very intelligent tags. And dangerously driving that telephone into the head of Garvin. Here comes Hayes. A foot race is on. Paulie is waddling around the ring at a medium rate of speed to distance himself from Hayes. Meanwhile, back in the ring, the punishment continues on Jimmy Jam Garvin. And a near fall situation there. Michael Hayes cannot let his emotions overcome him here. Needs to be in that corner in case Garvin can make the tag, which uh, would certainly be behoove the birds at this point. 
Anderson just met the knees of Garvin. Garvin pulled the knees up as Anderson tried a high-risk move off the second turnbuckle. Let's see now who can make a tag. Anderson's up first. And the tag was made. Michael Hayes in. Hayes, a jab. Stinging left jabs. Garvin hasn't left yet. He catches Anderson with a form. Great double team. Right here. Nailing Eaton. The birds now. Wait a minute. There's Larry, the cruncher, Zabisco. And Hayes went for the DDT, but he stopped and nails Zabisco. Hayes now. It's Zabisco with a clothesline from the outside. He's not even in the match. He caught Hayes from the outside. Anderson gets the pin with the help of Zabisco. Ladies and gentlemen, the winners of the match, the dangerous alliance. There's Barry Wyndham. Wyndham came down to, to tell the referee what's going on. And now the dangerous alliance taking over on Wyndham, whose hand has been reconstructed thanks to Zabisco and Anderson. They're stopping it. They're stopping it. Wait a minute. There's Steamboat and Rhodes. Steamboat and Rhodes. But the dangerous alliance has stopped Wyndham in a bad hand. Situation here. All right, a few things first. Uh, Arn uh, Jim Ross. I mean, he just every time we watch he's this era, he's commentating most of it, and he just adds so much to the commentary. The line about Paulie was waddling around the ring at a medium rate of speed <laughs> just popped me. That was so good. Oh yeah, yeah, and it looks like he's is doing business as usual. You get the humor if you you got to really pay attention. Oh right? yeah. To exactly what he said. Sounds like he's just doing okay. Yeah, normal commentary. Yeah, matter of fact. <laughs> You're getting his zinger in there. Yeah. But the other thing I wanted to mention is you and Bobby uh, working together. So you guys had really only worked together a couple times on a few house shows. So I'm curious. Do you guys just have a quick conversation? Because you look like already look like a well-oiled tag team machine at this point. Now, we did talk on, okay. the way, on the way to the towns over in his garage over a couple Miller Lights, you know, uh, strategy, if this happens, I'll do this. He would say, okay, and if, if you do that, I'll do this. And we started putting some what-ifs, which I'm a huge fan of, as we know. And, uh, you know, it's not like we got to the ring. We're at a point where if we talked about it and we could each envision it, it was ingrained. We didn't have to walk through it or go through it. We just talked about it and went, okay. It's just like the sunset flip. If that ever comes up and either one of us are in the ring, try to get close enough to tag. The good news is you guys had worked so much as tag teams in your career that, like you said, it's just conversations. When this happens, that happens. It's not like you're trying to figure, you know, work with a singles guy and trying to teach him tag team wrestling. Act and react. There you go. And the other thing that I liked is the comment, Gary Michael Capetta. He's already announcing the winners, the dangerous alliance. And then you come down as the heel, you, you lose. I mean, you win the match, but you win it as a heel team with the interference from, from Larry. So, so that's, that's perfect. Then they all come down. They do the, the gang beat down on Barry Wyndham. I mean, it's just it, the booking 101 here. I'm going to give you a little inside skippy here, okay? Okay. The beatdown that you saw Wyndham get, Yeah. we have a term for that in the business. 
He got wiener dogged. <laughs> wiener dogged, okay. That's when a whole bunch of folks stomped the brains out of just maybe one folk. Hmm. Wiener dogged. Yeah, okay. Wiener dogged. We'll have to remember that research guy. Make sure you, you hold on to that one. Wiener dogged. That sounds like something he would like. But uh, did you know, though, at this point, Arn, as we talk about this, that you and Bobby, they had plans for you guys to eventually win the tag team championships? Not yet. Okay. I think it was just get established as a new team. You know, it's amazing on TV. Once, once you're, the people know who you are, and if you got over in some other faction or some other situation, and you're already established, uh, then it doesn't take much. Couple three wins in a row on TV, and it say, okay, these guys, are, these guys really are a team, and they're going to run with it. You had uh, Paul Lee out there, too. He, you've gone from J.J. with the loafer. Now you've had Bobby the Brain Heenan, and he did, had all kinds of his own antics. And now you got Paul Lee with the telephone. You know, all kidding aside, I mean, how effective is he as, as just a heat magnet at this oh, point? Oh, God. Well, you saw. I mean, he, he took uh, Michael out of, the, out of the match, chasing him around the ring. There's no good that could have came from their team why he's chasing Paul Lee around four or five posts you know what I mean so he served his purpose distraction 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 and just him doing a promo may be enough to get a guy to to blow his cool when he should have kept his cool you know what I mean oh yeah it's early, but man, the Dangerous Alliance is clicking on all cylinders. From the mouthpiece and that heel manager to the tag teams to the to to the main eventers, all the way through, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch this. Arn, I do want to pause here because we know Jim Cornette had his tennis racket, J.J. Dillon had the shoe, Paul Lee had the telephone. These gimmicks enhanced their managerial games and ensured that their men, their champions, came out victorious Here more often than not. And I know what you think this is, but it's not what you think it is. I'm it's here not? to talk. I'm here to talk about a partner that we've had on before, and they're back. And that is my friend Spider Grip. Ah. Come on now. This is the way you can enhance your cell phone game and give you some of those insurances that J.J., Bobby, and Paul E. gave to you during your wrestling career, my friend. We know all about the spider grip, the phone grip that won't let lo that won't slip, buddy. I love it. I have one. And, man, we met our buddy uh, at, down at WrestleCade, David Britt, and he's back again talking about spider grip. Tell him to get three out. Three of those set to the house for the family. We're okay. going to because I'm just going to I'm going to challenge everybody listening right now. Phones are awesome for instant information. I feel like you get completely just you know you're just what's the word I'm you're you depend on them. attached. You it's you, attached, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you got something like that, you can just clip on your waist, clip on your belt, whatever it may be. Because I spend all day, I'm telling you, especially if I'm at TV or somewhere, reaching in my pocket, making sure that damn phone's there, reaching in my pocket, always. Can I tell you another thing, Arn? I have one of the big iPhone Pro Max, one of the big phones, and one of the things that I got guilty of was holding it up, bracing it with the bottom, my pinky at the bottom as I would scroll through. And do you know that I started to feel a little bit of a joint pain? And, and because it's a, it's a big, it's a big phone. 
and I started to notice a little bit trying to just keep that thing balanced. That has completely gone away with the spider grip, and, and I don't even know that um, I've told David about that. But I'm telling you guys, I don't know. I'd be lost without this thing. And we do. We promote a lot of products and believe and, and share a lot. But I, this is something that I have become dependent on. My wife has one. And you think, really? A, a, a phone grip? Yes. It rotates 360 degrees. You can use it as a stand. You turn it a certain way. And it'll. you could stand up your phone, whether you want to use your phone as an alarm clock at night, whether you want to watch a video at your desk. It does it all. And it is. it locks it into place. It allows you to hold your phone in a natural way. You can free up both hands, and uh, it's durable, buddy, and I cannot put this product over enough. Uh, David Britt, as I mentioned, he's the founder and inventor, and he's got two uh, famous folks that have invested in the company, Kate Bosworth and Grammy-winning artist Pitbull, and I'm telling you, it's a product that you once you have, it's one of those things that you'll say to yourself, how did I live without this thing? And, and, I, and I mean that as serious as I can. I really believe in this product. And he's a charlatan. He is. He's he's a he's right down there in your backwoods, man. Right in your neck of the woods. He could be hearing this as we speak. Oh, he's listening. He it listens could, to the show. He loves the Orange Show. Well, that's a he's a smart man. He obviously. hits me up every every week after the show to, and tells me the stuff that he enjoys and and the stuff that he doesn't enjoy and, and which is really nothing. He he really loves the show, so I, the, I love him. Well, the expense of that gimmick is almost when you look at all the things it does well yeah. and all the things it does to make your life easier and enhances your life it's a no-brainer guys go grab one guys support a guy that supports this show supports arn anderson but not only that has a product that you can't live without i'm telling you you, you think you can here's how you do it grip the freedom with spider grip right now you can get your very own for 30 percent off with free shipping with promo code arn Use it at checkout. Here's the website, and you got to listen to it because it has a few more eyes than you'd normally put in a web address. Spider is two eyes. S-P-I-I-D-E-R-G-R-I-I-P.com. So Spider and Grip both have two eyes each. Spider Grip, two eyes each.com. Use promo code ARN, 30% off and free shipping. And I can't tell you how happy that'll make David. I can't tell you how happy it'll make me an arm. But most importantly, how happy you will be with this product when you attach it to your cell phone. I promise you that. And David Britt and Spider Grip, we want to thank you so much for advertising with us here on The Arn Show. And I'm telling you, it's a great product and, uh, and I can't get, put it over enough. So there you go. All right, we're moving on, and uh, one of Dangerously's, Paul E., that is, greatest attributes is his ability to cut a promo. We know that. We've heard the wise man. He's done it over and over again for years, often scathing, always believable. Paul owned the room when he took to the microphone, and in our second clip of the week, he does it again. And uh, it's you, and it's it's Bobby, and Gordon Soley, I think, does a little bit of an intro here. And uh, this is going to be a fun one. Let's take a listen. And it's from WCW Pro, December 14th, 19. Well, Bobby, you know Double A, Arn Anderson, each and every person that comes up to me in the streets of New York City, they all say the same thing. Just like Lawrence Taylor with the New York Giants, there has to be a dominant force in tag team wrestling. 
That dominant force cannot be the grandson of a plumber from Austin, Texas, Dustin Rhodes. And it certainly can't be Ricky the Dragon Steamboat who wants to come here and ply his trade. The dominant tag team in World Championship Wrestling come the Meadowlands come Friday night, December 27th in the Meadowlands will be beautiful Bob Eaton and Double A Arn Anderson. Well, Paulie, as you hand-delivered that game jersey sent straight from LT, and I looked at it, I feel there had to be a common bond. People who said he was washed up, he was finished, he would never excel to the levels heightened before. Well, Bobby Eaton and myself and Paulie Dangerously have been brought together by fate. Dustin Rhodes, you're the finest young star in our business. Ricky Steamboat, you may be the very best there's ever been. You pulling your talents together with a surprise, that fateful night is what won those belts. It was a talent better than ours. It was the element of surprise. Well, see, that works two ways. The surprise we have for you in the most violent city on earth will match the conditions. You see, you get what you pay for in New York City. All right, I was off on Gordon. He's going to be here, uh, I think, on our next week's show. But listen, I, I, what I want to talk about is you've told us Several times, Paul, I went out there, I had an idea of what I wanted to say and delivered the promo. But this one seems, you got the LT, you know, Lawrence Taylor kind of, was this a little bit more, hey, let's talk about this before we deliver this that you can recall? I'm not sure I understand the question. This one just seemed a little bit more coordinated as far as between you and, and Paulie Dangerously, as far as just how the whole promo was laid out. Do you think that there would have been some, some conversation as far as where he was going to go so that you knew kind of what where to take the direction of the promo versus you just kind of going out there and freestyling it? We never, ever went over stuff beforehand. We would say, you want to cover the match? Okay. He would say, I'm going to... You know, because he did. He brought me a, he knows what a huge LT fan I was. He brought me a, one of LT's game jerseys that he gave him to give to me. So that was real? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. And when the show was over, we went over to his, uh, he had a club then right on the grounds of the stadium, a sports bar. Went over and had a few cocktails with him. And, uh, man, I was sitting there on cloud nine. I don't, I don't uh, flip for a lot of folks. There's a few I do, and it's he's one of them because he is the best defensive player that ever lived and ever played the game, no doubt. So, uh, so all that's legitimate, and Paulie just turns it into a wrestling promo, and and Arn is just as smooth as you are, just play right off of it. Just follow suit, you know. I just whatever they would say, you know. And the key here's the key: you have to listen to what the guy before you saying. Some people get immersed when you when you have something memorized other than going out and just delivering what pops in your head. You catch yourself just reciting what you memorized. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you're second in line for the promo and the guy first in line sets you up and you're not paying attention, it doesn't flow. So you have to listen to that guy and play off of what he says. And I get that on, but I think what amazes me with the whole thing is that you're doing it in front of a TV camera. So there's added pressure there with you being recorded, but I get you've been doing this for so long. It's, I guess it kind of becomes second nature. It's the fun, it's the funnest part. It is the most rewarding part of the business because it tells the audience, forget 
what your gear looks like, forget what your body looks like, forget how tall you are, forget about you know how many flips you can do before landing on somebody sure. way too heavy. <laughs> it uh, it allows you to connect with the audience, and that's what does it. Promos more so than matches or anything else. I know, but I mean, it's got to be intimidating, and when those lights go on, for someone to get lost and. Oh shit! It's an oh shit moment for for several, I'm sure. It can be frightening if you're not if you're not uh, adept at promos. It can be dawning. It can be scary. And if you ever get stuck, it can be frightening. Um, and I'm sure that happened to me early on at some point. I just don't uh, recall it. You can't let it swallow you up, though. You know, you got to fight through it. Yeah. You absolutely do, and so that's why you just put a couple of bullet points in your head. And the main thing is, <clears throat> what is the f final message that you're trying to deliver? There you go. Focus on it. Because that's what they remember. How does it close? Does it close strong? Does it hammer the point? Okay. So as long as you have that in your head, then you know, hey, that's my security blanket at the end of the day. If, if this goes off the rails or if something maybe said it's a little different than I wanted to, I have that security blanket knowing how I'm going to close this thing out. Just like people, the, the, only last thing, the only thing they remember is the finish to a match. Same thing with a promo. What do they, if you deliver the punchline, they'll remember it. And there you go, the, sitting under the learning tree of AA. Arn, we move on, and uh, even though a heel Lex Luger is the world champion here, the Dangerous Alliance is undeniably the number one faction in the company. There's just no doubt about it. And while WCW moves Sting into the position of challenger for Luger's world title, Dusty's depending on the Dangerous Alliance to work with younger talent. And that included not only his son, buddy, but you remember this guy, Marcus Alexander Bagwell. This is when he would uh, come on the scene. And in our third clip of the week, we're going to see what happened when Paul Lee confronted the Rookie of the Year. You remember, that's all they wrapped around his name at the time. Rookie of the Year, Marcus Alexander Bagwell. <laughs> and uh, we're going to take a look at it, our third clip of the week. This is from December 28th, 1991. Here we go. Fans in Marietta, Georgia. All your alumni at Sprayberry High, very proud of you, and looks like it's really coming together for you. Jim, I can't tell you how excited I am to be here. The WCW is giving me my chance, and I'm finally showing myself. I got two wins under my belt now. I'm real excited to be here. While I'm interviewing this young man. I understand that. First of all, Mr. Bagwell, I'd like you to know that unlike the company that employs the both of us, the Dangerous Alliance is an equal opportunity organization. Now, as you know, the world's greatest athlete is stunning Steve Austin. He is the world's television champion. And on behalf of Mr. Austin, I'd like to give you, sir, the opportunity of a lifetime next week right here on television. Because you are a great competitor, stunning Steve Austin would like to give you a shot at the world's television heavyweight championship. What an opportunity there, Marcus. Hey, it sounds great, Mr. Davis. I really appreciate you offering it to me. I got to say, no, I'm not physically ready. Steve Austin's a great wrestler. I'm not ready for that ability yet. No! No! You won't take a shot at stunning CC. Let me tell you something, Bagwell. Where the Dangerous Alliance comes from, 
We make people offers that they cannot refuse. For example, there are two kind of breaks in world championship wrestling. The first kind of break is the one that stunning Steve Austin is offering to you. The break of a lifetime. A shot at the world TV title. The best wrestler on television. The second kind of break is a broken bone. For example, this is what happened to the last person that refused an offer from the Dangerous Alliance. Let me just ask you this, Bagwell. Did your mommy and your daddy tell you to stay away from success because you don't want to run with the big boys like the Dangerous Alliance? You're getting way out of hand, Mr. Dangerously. Way out of hand. It's got nothing to do with my mom. It's got nothing to do with my dad. It's up to me. Mike Graham's been training with me. Dustin Rose's been training with me some. Sting has been taking time out with me. Sting. You've been training with Sting. Sting is taking time out of his sporting schedule to work with me, especially. You are listening to advice from Sting when I'm offering you the opportunity of a lifetime. You stinking, miserable, ungrateful, prepubescent punk. Let me ask you something. When you go to Sting for advice, does he tell you when opportunity knocks at your door, don't answer it? Because Sonic Steve Austin is knocking at your door. You understand what I'm saying? Opportunity is knocking at your door.
My God, Arn, that was so good. That was entertaining. I love the first part being in the dark. Oh, it was shot well, great. You had Baby Bagwell. That's what I'll call him because he is like, he is so young in the business at this point. It's way before Buff and the stuff and all that shit. And, but listen, he gets the rub with, he's out there with JR. Paul Heyman is on fire. It's, it's just heat all the way around. Sting comes down to make the save. Uh, that was just so well done. I enjoyed every second of that. Let's don't forget that Furlan Husky hairdo he had. Oh, he did. He had a nice big pump. I haven't seen hairdo like that since I was like 15 years old. Huh? Furlan Husky, does that ring a bell? No, look it doesn't. Get your guy, look him up. For Furlan Husky? Furlan Husky, country western singer. Oh, okay. Had that same hairdo, I'm telling you. The, uh, there he is. There's Furlan, and Furlan's got to do, let me tell you. Hair envy, hair envy. Yeah, yeah. Furlan, you son of a bitch. I wish. <laughs> but man, that was, that was, guys, listen, that was from 122891. It's worth a go back and watch it or just check it out on our YouTube page. Um, I'm going to go back and watch that show because that was so good. But we haven't talked about him to this point. What were your impressions besides his nice hairdo of Buff Bagwell at this point? Oh, he looked like a million dollars. What a handsome mm. kid, right? I mean, yeah. good good body, young, you know, really, really handsome guy. And, and you know what? He had some baby face skills. He, uh, you know, great drop kicks and all that stuff of its era. He looked like a, looked like a million bucks and, and could perform. He looked great and uh, had the part, but man, I, I want to get back to the beatdown because you guys are dressed in tuxedos. This feels horseman-esque at this gang warfare beatdown, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I wonder what else was going on that night that we had on the tuxes for. Uh, I believe, I don't know if, this, I know, I don't think we're here yet. I have to double check because we're about to come up on Starcade 1991. That was this month. And uh, that's going to be our final clip of the week. I don't know if this was the same night as Starcade or not. I don't believe so. This was just a clip from uh, 1228, but we're about to get there. Yeah, we'll just, yeah, just have to go back and watch the show in its entirety to figure <laughs> out what yeah. the story was behind the tuxes. But it, it added a flavor to it, I think so. Yeah, you guys looked great. And uh, as you're going back and watching this and we're refreshing your mind with this, this time period with the Dangerous Alliance, did you notice any big differences between you guys here and the horsemen that kind of stand out, or you see more similarities than anything? Um, similar. You know, we, we told everybody from day one, it wasn't like we were some gang of weasels that, you know, that just came out of the woodwork. We told everybody, we know it's us against the locker room. We get that. It's everybody against the horsemen. So when you jump on one of us, you jump on all of us. And that was pretty much the decree of the Dangerous Alliance. You jump on one of us, you jump on all of us. And, and buddy, you jump back. That's for sure. And uh, that was, uh, I was, I was fun to watch. Suited and booted, the Dangerous Alliance left Sting Lang and begging for mercy with the well help of said. a... Well oh, said, Paulie. Listen, with the help of a steel chair, Rick Rude was able to make the franchise nothing more than a mere mortal. And men, if it's been a while since your partner called you the franchise, you don't need bleach blonde hair, neon tights, or face paint to get back to that form. Instead, 
might we suggest that you reach out to our oldest and most loyal partner, Blue Chew. Isn't that right, Arn? Yes. 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 <laughs> it, if nothing else, it will make you believe your own press. And that's all you need in the rack after all, isn't it? Yeah, listen, if you come in wearing a tuxedo like Arn Anderson was wearing that night and you got Blue Chew, buddy, you're in for a long, long night. Woo! I, I mean, come on. <laughs> it, it, listen, Blue Chew is an online prescription service. You guys know that. We talk about it almost every show. No awkward conversations, no visits to the doctor's office, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Let's do it. Go to bluechew.com. You can do it while you're listening to my voice. You got your phone handy. Go to bluechew.com. They're going to have a licensed medical provider. Just make sure everything's good, that you can take it. Nothing, Nothing's going wrong with you. And no worries. If you don't like swallowing pills, they're chewable. You know, like those Flintstone vitamins we used to take as kids. Listen, we know there's a lot of reasons why, you know, our guy might not be standing tall when it counts. And that's okay. That's what Blue Chew is here for. So they help take remove that stress, that anxiety, and it's going to help you perform at your best. So go to BlueChew.com and uh, use promo code ARN at checkout. Remember, that's how you say it. ARN! Once you pop that Blue Chew... Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. I love watching Arn's face during his promo code Arn to receive your first month free. Go to bluechew.com for more details and safety info. Bluechew's where it's at, Arn, isn't it? You know, I was watching, so it's ironic. I was watching something on TV. The first uh, medication that came out to deal with this problem that we have was about 25 years ago yeah now the difference is today blue chew is priced way more reasonable absolutely the other guys hold you up rob you because it has changed the world believe it or not folks it has changed the world how many divorces has it saved how many uh, relationships has it saved? And it's all delivered right to your house. No doctor, no nothing. And plus, if you use the code. Arn. First, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it is more than reasonable. So, guys, give it a try. And, hey, if it works for you like we know it will, shoot us a line. We'll put you on the air and tell us exactly what it did. Yeah, I'd love some testimonials of Blue Chill. Hell yes. Uh, and the more creative, the better. We're, we're down for it. If you're on the edge, man, give it a try and let us know. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're right about this one. There you go. Arn, I got some breaking news for you. I got in touch with the research guy, and he said that the tuxes were from the day before. You know, you do Saturday night shows and then into the pay-per-views. Mm -hmm. But it was the day before they came out in tuxes more than once, and it was for a wow factor. And so uh, okay. it was prior to Starcade uh, that he did that. But we are here. We've arrived at Starcade 1991 Battle Bowl, the Lethal Lottery. And that was uh, the creation of, you guessed it, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes. He was genius in again. And uh, it took place on the 29th at the Norfolk Scope, a former Jim Crocker promotion stronghold. And that night, our 9,000 fans were in attendance for the event. And it centered around a series of tag team matches with partners determined at random with the notion of pitting friend against friend and foe against foe. And the winners of these matches advanced to the two-ring battle royal that closed the show. Arn, on this night, do you remember who your partner was? 
I know. I'm, I know. This is a this is long time ago. God Almighty, Kevin it's, Sullivan? No, this is quiz time with Arn. It's Lex Luger. Well, that wasn't much of a stretch. No, no, I know he was. He, you guys were heel and heel, so there you go. Uh, but you guys, in your match, you took on two men more than capable of putting on a good match. You guys took on Terry Taylor and the Z Man. So there you go. And this is our final clip of the week. We're going to see what happened in this one when former horseman stable mates took on the Z-Man and Terry Taylor. Let's check it out. Down as the referee was coming down for three. The Z-Man now. Crossbody off the top and near fall. Anderson and Z-Man had quite a series of battles here in 91 for the television title early in the year. Actually, it was about a year ago at this time, Z-Man became the world TV champion. Right now, TBS, Jim. Z-Man, <laughs> a lot of momentum. Oh, Race got him that time. And Anderson oh. really got him. DDT. He planted him. With an assist from Harley Race, the DDT. And Taylor came right in and uh, helped his partner. Well, that's the only thing that could have prevented the one, two, three right there. Not close enough to the ropes at all. Taylor did the right thing. Luger with a front face lock. Vertical suplex. Nicely done by the heavyweight champion. Lateral press, but Z-Man will not give up. Close to making the tag, but not close enough. Luger bringing Z-Man back to the center of the ring. Notice the positioning that Luger and Anderson are looking to achieve. Keep either Taylor or Z-Man at no worse than the center of the ring, preferably in their half of the ring. And that's why Luger in those knee lifts the last time was placing the Z-Man towards the neutral corner. Each and every knee left moving towards the neutral corner and not towards Terrence Taylor. Good counter by the Z-Man. Anderson's face right, where, right now where it landed. Right face first, nose first on the canvas. Anderson able to make the tag and he's able to hold the Z-Man. Got him by the foot. That prevented the Z-Man from tagging in terror and tagging in Terrence Taylor. Luger, former prep All-American, three-sport All-Stater. Power slam there. It comes back. And Luger couldn't get that final three. Luger played football for a time for Miami of Florida for the hurricane. Kicked out of school for disciplinary reasons. Does that surprise you? Not really. Rishwitzy man, and Anderson went in a little overzealous. Z-Man met him both times. Anderson caught Z-Man that vaunted left hand. Uh-oh. And now Anderson going for it all. <laughs> Got a kick out of that one. Both feet right to the face from the Z-Man. Very rarely will you see Arn Anderson do a high-risk maneuver from the turnbuckle. <laughs> and I guess that's, that's the reason why. why he's there, though, to make the tag. <laughs> Luger's in, and so is Taylor. Taylor has looked extremely good against both these men. 
One of the things, it was a fun concept, but you really, when you pit two guys together not used to working together, you, you kind of see that a little bit going through this event. Teamwork prevailed. It did, absolutely. And uh, you and Luger come out on top. You guys would advance to the main event, as did Steve Austin and Rick Rude. And uh, just to give you an idea of what happened here, Rude and Austin squared against Steamboat and Sting as the final four in ring one. Sting would win that ring, but was attacked by Rick Rude afterward, giving world champion Lex Luger the advantage. Sting would overcome and win, sending the 9,000 in attendance home happy. In addition, Sting officially became the number one contender by winning the Battle Bowl. But uh, Arn, once again, Dangerous Alliance heavily featured, and the two-pronged story arc with Sting continued as he had to defeat not only the Dangerous Alliance, but the reigning world champion in Lex Luger. What were your thoughts, though, as we went back and kind of watched these mixed tag matches of this whole Battle Bowl concept? I thought it was pretty good, pretty good idea, to be honest with you. Okay. Just, just based on what could happen. You know, I'm sure... You know, you could have had a lot more uh, tag teams blow up, get pissed at each other. But if you think about it, the prize at the end of the rainbow is what you're looking for. So you want to, no matter who your partner was going to be, you want to win your matches. One of the things that stood out to me as we watched that last clip, Arn, and I know, unfortunately, he'll always be remembered for his red spiky hair, the red rooster. But Terry Taylor was a good worker in that match. He's a good worker in every match. Yeah. Very solid veteran, you know, had a great psychology, great performer. You know, he was, yeah. It's hard to it's hard to shake the, the dirt off of that. Yeah. The rooster gimmick. Not his fault. Nope, nope. Just doing what he's told and, and following instructions and orders. But listen, that's going to conclude our coverage of December 1991, Arn. You and Bobby are off and running with your sights set on the Tag Team Championships uh, against Dustin and Ricky Steamboat. And the Dangerous Alliance is taking on anyone who's aligned with a stinger. We, stinger, we did see Marcus Alexander Bagwell get the, the snot kicked out of him. Uh, but a couple of notes before we shut down this week. The Horsemen and Arn Show merch stores are open for business. 
So listen, guys and gals, first of all, thank you for everything that you're doing to support the show. Uh, but the all-season horseman jackets, that's what we're calling them, are still available for purchase. We're calling them all-season, Arn. Okay? And they are a must-have if you're an Arn Anderson fan. Uh, there are no apologies for these jackets, and many of our listeners have already purchased them. So uh, so get them, get them while they're good. Get the hats. Uh, and check out our merch stores. Isn't that right, Arn? Hell yes. A lot of cool T-shirts, guys. A lot of things that you're not aware of. So if you go to Box of Gimmicks, go to the Horseman store as well. There you go. There's a lot more T-shirts, really cool, in the two windows. So check it check out, them out. The Arn store and the the Horseman store. Arn's looking sharp today in his maroon Arn Anderson established 1982 shirt. And I still I'm still wearing sweatshirts, man. I'm still in PA and it's still in the well, what is it right now? It's actually 60 degrees. That's one of the warmer days that we've had. There, hey, and there's still a lot of winter left up north, guys. Yeah. So it's not too late. There you go. Uh, Arn, it's April, and we know what that means. We're getting ever so close to the release of your graphic novel, Arn Anderson, My Life as Wrestling's Enforcer. Uh, we're waiting on May. May is the anticipated release of Dirk Manning and his team. They continue to impress with what they've been working on with this project. And, buddy, I can't wait. So uh, we're checking, looking forward to checking that one out. And then uh, we'd encourage you all to visit arnlinks.com. For all things Enforcer, maybe we'll make it, that'll make it nice and easy for you. That's where you're going to find our social links, our merchandise store links, our social accounts, and the YouTube link page. That's where you can like, subscribe, and turn on notifications. You too can watch that beatdown that Arn and I just did earlier of Marcus Alexander Bagwell. And you can also watch Arn's reaction as he watches himself come off the second rope. And I don't think it gets better than that. Well, uh, Broke my own rule. You did, but that's what was entertaining. It was entertaining. <laughs> well, every now and then you got to hope your luck has gotten better and give it a try. Very so, seldom do I ever come out on top. Well, buddy, uh, that's what's part of has become entertaining of this show. Let's see what Arn tries to do now off the second rope. And uh, it's, it's almost becoming a segment on our show. Uh, also, if you uh, if your business targets 25 to 54-year-old men, that's our wheelhouse. There's no better place to advertise than right here with us on The Arn Show. You've heard us do ads for some of the same companies for years because it works. And with our super targeted audience, there's very little ways. So go to advertisewitharn.com right now and find out more how you can advertise with The Arn Show. It's advertisewitharn.com. And I'm telling you, Arn and I will have a boatload of fun reading your ads here on the show. Uh, we talk about it all the time, Arn, but adfreeshows.com is where it's at. I got some news for you, by the way. Uh, just starting at $9 a month early ad-free, and they are offering now a, a week completely free to test it out, as I mentioned earlier. But Arn, last night... <clears throat> I was hosting Rebels Happy Hour. You know who Rebel is, right? I do, yes. Your name came up, and Rebel said, you know what I think would be fun? I think one of these times it would be fun for one of the bonuses for me to join uh, a live Zoom event with Arn and to do a crossover show. I would have so much fun chatting it up with you and Arn Anderson on a live Zoom event with, uh, with the rest of the ad-free show folks. How does that sound to you? Outstanding. All right, so you're in. I'm in. 
All right, guys, this is the stuff that we're able to do over at Ad Free Shows. Rebel loves you, and she's like, that would be so much fun. We could all just hang out and shoot shoot the shit and have a good time together. So check it out, adfreeshows.com. And, uh, buddy, next week, you and Bobby, the two greatest tag team wrestlers of the television era, yes, I said it, yes, I believe it, win the tag team titles. And we're going to cover it right here. You're in a six-man tag match at Clash of Champions 18, and we're going to discuss the build of Super Brawl 2, where you and Bobby take on Rick and Scott, the Steiner brothers. <laughs> so you know there's going to be some ass beatings going on there. Oh, kind of feeling that one's not going to end well. <laughs> but you never know. You, you never, never know. know. That's why you got to come back and listen so you can find out. I wasn't nearly as afraid when I was young, but we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a good show. I promise you that. On behalf of the enforcer, Arn Anderson, this is Paul Bromwell, and we'll see you right back here next week on Arn. Hey, everybody. This is Dan Bespris, host of Fantasy NBA Today, a daily fantasy basketball podcast. We cover every box score from every game every day. Plus bonus shows on buy low opportunities, players to stash, schedule analysis, and really anything you could need to smash your league into deliciously tiny pieces. Catch the Fantasy NBA Today podcast, part of the Believe Network, on YouTube or wherever you listen.